Michael Fragan is here. In addition to being a member of the Nahum Siegel Network, he is Deputy Mayor of Lawrence. Is that accurate? Still. Deputy Mayor of Lawrence, New York. As of this morning. How would how would people judge your performance as deputy mayor? What do you think they would say about uh, stellar? Which, yeah, would they would they give you yeah, would the, they give you five stars? The approval rating. Well, look, <laughs> we do one thing extraordinarily well, and that is clear the snow. Seriously, yes, and that's not an easy area to clear. It's, frankly, it's not easy, but comparatively, and I don't want to call into question on any of our sister areas here on the uh, especially on the Nassau especially side. as we sit here in Woodmere and the Nassau side yes <laughs> but you know compared to Cedarhurst Town of Hempstead and particularly New York City uh, they make us look really really good when it comes to snow re- removal New York City New York City Farakway literally you can oh. drive you drive from Lawrence oh, okay. into because I was explaining to my kids the other and day it's, it's like a different world as far as because I was explaining to my kids the other day that you will never see snow removal like you see in Manhattan but you're talking about other boroughs and areas there are other yeah. boroughs I know but Manhattan I, boy I, I know. Woo! I know, they are out before the flakes hit the ground. <laughs> I know that Lower East Side boy you know, right. still thinks that Manhattan is the center of the universe. <laughs> That's but uh, there are four other th- boroughs. If your phone number starts with a 212, you're the envy of everybody in your high school class. It's as simple as that. Okay? <laughs> it's still thinking about high school. That's great. Well, I, I, I'm talking about my kids being No, no, in high but school. I was looking at the high school guys go to class at 10, 10 in the you, morning. You know why it is? Because the kids in their high school class think they live in Times Square. So they think it's the coolest thing in the world. I got, they don't realize. I got to tell you, having got to get a bagel is your uh, school cafeteria. Yeah. That, that is fantastic. That was a little, well, you thought it was fantastic. I thought it was a little strange. Doesn't school start like before 10 a.m.? That's what it was. Why? Well, I guess, you know, you got davening learning. You got I the guess. first and first Seder. Okay, yeah. so there you go. I mean, you know, make sure you get, I mean, this is, look, this is a great place. I mean, people can't stay away. What did you think of the Republican revolution in the last election out here on Long Island? Well, uh, we had some ups and downs. Uh, oh, I thought only ups. No, no, we did very, very well in uh, with the congressional seats yeah. around the state. We had some s- unexpected. Uh, some unexpected. I th- well, not expected. Look, the bar was set very extremely low. Right. Right. Remember, That's we were true. going into 2020 after 2018, which was a big blue wave, and everybody said, "Oh, it's going to be neither bigger blue wave," because in fact, you have. Donald Trump at the top of the ticket, and then you were going to see a wipeout, essentially, of the Republicans in New York State. That, in fact, didn't happen. Uh, Every single Republican incumbent won in Congress, and they picked up, it looks, well, one of of those races is actually still not over, believe it or not. Oh, right. Upstate New York. Claudia Tenney, Anthony Guntisic. district. That's right. Absolutely. Guilford, New York. York. Wow. I guess that's the claim to fame uh, (laughs) of uh, Of Chenango County. For Claudia for Claudia Tenney and I said to my Anthony kids, "You got to invite her to camp when she wins this thing." You know, if the campus or population had registered up yeah, there no and joke. voted, um, no joke. But I don't know if you know, our governor didn't allow the camp to open this that, summer. Do we know that? I haven't heard. Governor Cuomo with yeah, made governor restrictions Cuomo. on yeah, the Orthodox on community that specifically hurt the Jewish people. Terrible. I, I don't think Governor Cuomo would do something like Terrible that. Terrible. It's not in character for him to make these rash decisions. Do I have to be, and then get overturned by the Supreme Court and that do, kind of thing? Do I ever have? Do I have to come to the reality? That the state senate and state assembly will never be Republican again. Well, it depends how much the Democrats overreach in the Senate. I think that's uh, they could I, make a mistake that will sw- and end up swinging look, things with the voters. Look, the, the the real imbalance in New York is not just about. Oh, but I, I have to finish off just the yeah, Claudia sure. Tenney Brindisi right. race. Okay, uh, uh, Anthony, right? Central New York, the right. Mohawk Valley, Utica, right. Binghamton. Twelve votes. Right. Separate them. Twelve votes separate them. So if anybody out there is listening and thinks that their vote, once again, I know we've said this before, Uh thinks that their vote does not count. They are wrong. They are wrong. Painfully wrong. Okay. Back to your question. Senate and Assembly. Look, 
uh, you know, New York is becoming, if you live outside of New York City in the immediate suburbs, um, even in New York City, we're seeing flight. I mean, New York is on track to lose two congressional seats in the in the in the decennial census coming up. Uh, we will lose potentially huge representation in Congress. People are leaving New York and going to other states. What states will gain? Uh, well, Texas, as usual, gain. Probably Florida will gain. You'll see a lot of uh, you know, Sunbelt states. Will California lose? It's unclear. There has been flight from California, but California continues to replenish itself. Right, that's uh, with it's, New Yorkers' problem. And, uh, you know, it, but there has been a flight from Silicon Valley. It's been write, written about that uh, you have companies moving to Idaho and right. to Denver and to— uh, Atlanta's been a big uh, boon. Tennessee's also. Exactly. Low-cost, co- low low-regulation states. Eventually, New York is going to have to come to the realization, and Albany is going to have to come to the realization, is that when you continue to lose population, people continue to vote with their feet right. and take their— dollars with them that you have to start rethinking how you approach taxation. So relate that to overreaching the Senate, meaning if the Democrats in the Senate do that overreaching in the tax category, you mean? Is that what you're saying? Look, I think that you have, uh, in the presidential years, you've often had Democratic pickups, big Democratic pickups, and this year was no exception, and I think you had a huge surge in voting, I mean, massive surge in voting throughout the state, um, particularly when it came to uh, paper voting. Uh, 2022 midterm year that tends to be a better year for uh, that tends to be a better year for the quote unquote uh, opposition. Well, yes, in general the opposition right. that always seems to be because people uh, are against right. are, are, voters are always against what's in there. <laughs> Correct, right? They're I mean, voting always, for what's against. Right, they're always you know people the people who are angriest are the people who are unhappy with uh, and those people tend to vote a, a little bit more. We That's al- always we been always the trend. Forget this. So it's... perhaps I mean that happened. There was a big Republican you know Republican sweep. Uh, back in two, not uh, 2010, in 2014, you saw Republicans sure. pick up seats. Uh, look, it's been it's difficult. You'll see from 2021, which you have local elections throughout the state. You'll have to see, uh, and those focus a little more on tax issues, a little more less on those national big issues. Mm-hmm. You'll have to see whether uh, Republicans came out to come back and in, in some of these areas. And bring- look, it wasn't all bad news. As I said, Anthony, Anthony uh, I'm sorry. Andrew Garbarino won to succeed Pete King. He was not expected. He had millions of dollars thrown out of it. And everybody was angry that Pete King was leaving, and that, thank God there was correct. a— uh, uh, Lee Zeldin won, and he was expected right. to be close. That wasn't no, close they, they at all. They thought that was 50-50. They thought that much. was 50-50, yeah. and his opponent was a mega-millionaire, right. a, multi, uh, uh, you know, a hedge, fund, uh, uh, hedge fund professor uh, at Stony Brook University. She threw millions of her own dollars in there. It was expected that she, he was going to have a tough race. John Katko up in the Syracuse area was expected to lose. It was, that was a Clinton district. That was a— uh, so he was expected to lose. He held on um, and, and won quite handily. And you had this uh, election, and, and Nicole Maliotakis, somebody that we know, right. uh, won in Staten Island quite convincingly against a tough opponent, Max Rose. Uh, but won not even, even that close. So, and that was to see Republicans have lost in 2018. So all in all, look, on, on, on balance— uh, it was a decent night for the Republican Party here in New York. It could have been much better had they held on to more state Senate seats. Some of them were very, very close. Uh, quite a few of those races were less than 1,000 votes. Do you agree that the race for mayor of New York City is critical this time around? I think New York has some huge structural problems, New York City, right now that they're facing. Uh, whoever is the mayor, I think a lot of voters have to think long and hard about who they want. Do you want an ideologue, a la Bill de Blasio, in there who basically is – only has his own agenda agenda in mind right. and none of the practical interests in running a city, a very complex right. operation. 
uh, or do you want somebody who can make the train? Or I said they don't operate the trains, but make the <laughs> right. sa- the sanitation plows right. run on time. The state's going to be okay. after you on that. Okay, one. <laughs> as 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 in the words of the great Fiorello LaGuardia, there is no Democratic or Republican way to pick up the garbage, Correct. and that really should be on the minds practically. Is there a candidate who could fill the role you just I, described? I, I don't. I don't have that candidate in mind. It's the it's the other side of the it's the other side of the aisle from my from my perspective as far as uh, I don't know that there isn't a strong Republican in there looking uh, or to, even to Republican run. ideology. But I think there will be I think there will be somebody. But it's really going to be a battle of ideological. You have the other uh, the ideological polar opposites within the Democratic Party. Pa- practical governance versus hard left ideology. You see the Democratic Socialists of America are doing a huge push to make the city council socialist. Not even Democrat, not even progressive. The progressive caucus is not even socialist enough for them. And think about their agenda. I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, let's increase taxes even more. Let's boycott Israel. We'll be the only city to not allow elected officials to visit <laughs> the state of Israel. All other Can major you imagine- cities around the U.S. have delegations Can going. you imagine such a thing? But that is their litmus test to right. say that a group in New York City, the most Jewish city in the world, okay, I'm saying non, non-majority Jewish city in the world, right. okay, would would have a vocal constituency that would say, as an elected official, you may not visit Israel. There's another problem in New York, and that is demonstrated by what happened two nights ago. I don't know if you heard, but a Hatzalah member had his car broken into, all his, all his um, equipment stolen, a lot of damage, etc. But I, I bring it up because I think it's emblematic of the direction we're going in. We remember the crime wave of the early 90s, late 80s, etc., where I had multiple cars stolen in Manhattan overnight in different episodes where people had smashed windows on a regular basis basis where there was wanton crime all over the place. That is the beginning of the end of a major successful city, and we're seeing it already. Yeah, I I think that so much of the economic uh, expansion and the economic success that we've enjoyed, and that Bill de Blasio as mayor has actually enjoyed uh, over most of his term, has been due to keeping New York City safe and keeping neighborhoods safe. And when neighborhoods are safe, they expand and they have new opportunities and there's more housing for everybody. Tourism uh, booms. Uh, tourism booms. But you have a lot of desperation out there. Um, there is a lot of desperation uh, because of COVID and because of the economy. And it's something that... But also a police force that's less interested. Well, I was right? just going to get to that. Oh, I think, no, I, yeah. absolutely. And, and what we saw over the summer, uh, which is, I think, a huge overreaction, um, obviously the Police brutality is tragic and and inexcusable, uh, but the overreaction of letting people vent their anger <laughs> by, by wanton looting and stealing somehow that's justifiable. Uh, it's it's just and you let that go. It's 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 insane. I mean, how do you call yourself? I mean, and look, I don't want to heart back because he just passed away, but. Unfortunately, and David Dinkins admitted this himself, his legacy will always be tarnished. A, a, an incredible legacy of public service, yep. actually, and a great friend of the Jewish people. And a David good guy. Dinkins, and a, a good, good guy. A, a great guy, a real yep. mensch. David Dinkins will always be tarnished by Crown Heights, yep. by that decision, whether it was yep. his or whether it was Lee Brown, the yep. police commissioner, to let the people vent. I mean, that is just the idea that somehow, you know, I need to vent. Let me go smash your window. Well, go smash your own window right. then. Go smash your – go loot your own house then, okay? You know, I need to vent. You know, don't – you can't go ahead and ever justify taking it out at, on somebody else. And then, you know, of course, uh, defunding the police, which is 
it's just so absurd even to think about. That's the idea is that somehow okay and hurts every neighborhood and hurts every every neighborhood. Even Can you imagine if we would do do that? And you know, Corey Johnson had his mayoral campaign. This is how right. crazy some of the politics in New York City is. Had his mayoral campaign ended before it even started because, as the city council speaker, he didn't divert enough money away from the NYPD, who are everyday heroes. And we've seen also a whole bunch of NYPD officers retiring and moving out. A whole, a whole bunch, uh, several dozen, have just decamped for Nassau County for lower pay to start off. Uh, a lot of retirements, a wave of retirements. How do you get police officers to serve every day? And we're, we're I mean, I'm incredibly proud of. The, the, the job that the Nassau County Police Department has done, I'm incredible, led by Commissioner Pat Ryder, a, a real hero, you should know, of both COVID as well as uh, of community relations, uh, a great asset to, to everybody here. So I'll just have to throw that plug in there. But how do you <laughs> expect these guys to risk their life if they feel that the community doesn't have their back? During the height of the BLM riots, how come... The Farakaway gathering turned out to be a peaceful one between diverse groups. And how come Central Avenue was spared? Uh, this is in the realm of not just fake news, but the absolute hysteria, which I, I get the kernel of truth behind it. Meaning that for weeks people had seen wanton looting going on in Manhattan. And people got wind because of social media and text messages, etc., that somehow things were gonna, going to be done based on this rally. This rally was going to be a... Uh, Their signature rally for BLM. Right, it was going to be a rally here in Farakway, right. and people are going to be coming from around the city. Right. They're going to converge here, and they know there are wealthy neighborhoods next right. door, and they're going to come. And well, there were some tense moments, you have to and, agree. And, and pillage. Um, that led to a full-scale mobilization right. of, of the Nassau County Police Department, and thankfully. Uh, curfews, which we've never, ever had in, in the villages here in the five towns. Uh, curfews. You yeah, were not allowed I, I to go it. outside after sex. After six I get it, but if you look and, at the video and, and, of the encounters but, at that rally, it could have gone one way or another, I, and it ended up being a pretty peaceful I, get together. I, I didn't see anything at that rally. I mean, I didn't attend because it was actually after the curfew. But I know people who did, a number of people from the Jewish community did from the from the firm community and who made a very positive contribution. Made by a very way. positive yeah. contribution. I mean, I see a great picture of Yankee Brock walking arm in arm with Correct. Greg Meeks. A uh, beautiful picture of the two of them doing that and there's no reason as Jews as from Jews we shouldn't support sure. uh, our neighbors yeah. we shouldn't support our neighbors if they feel that they have uh, been wronged uh, you know we'd look, expect the same thing I support them. I support the police doesn't mean the police are infallible Correct. doesn't mean the police can't make mistakes Correct. and there can't be and, and there can't be a sense of wanting to redress certain issues so you're saying it was all but, hype and you never feared well, that it could I'll, escalate to I'll a bad point I'll give you point. this absolutely you prepare for the worst right as a government you prepare right. for the worst the same way as if there's a hurricane coming and it ends up being nothing you know you're not going to get blamed right. if you took the proper steps and proper right. precautions so the same way yeah. if you see a pandemic coming and it ends up being nothing unfortunately right. That's not what we're having now. Right. But you prepare ahead of time. You get the PPE in place. You do all this stuff. You know, nobody ever died of an over-response. That's, that, that's what... But having said that, the rumor mongering even afterward and while it was going on, I'll give, you, I'll give you an example. A prominent rabbi called me that night. Okay? If somebody had posted on Facebook, some random person posted on Facebook, or a totally random person, nobody who you, would, you could even identify as a real person, okay, said that the Atlantic Beach Bridge was raised because a mob was trying to cross right. into Atlantic Beach. Right. Never happened. The real story it is? It never happened. The 
bridge never even went up. I spoke to the I spoke to the head of the bridge authority. He said we never even raised the bridge. There was nothing ever happened. There was no effort to come to the five towns. It never happened. Totally peaceful. Nothing ever. But yet. In most people's consciousness, that actually happened. People think because it was sent around and repeated and so went viral, no many doubt. times, people think that that happened. That actually happened. Michael Fragan, I thank you. We're here today to remind everybody to give and support yes. us with a year-end donation. Absolutely. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and be as generous as possible. I thank you for your service to us and to the community. Yes. Yeah, so, this is a... Uh, absolutely unique platform i mean one of a kind you're one of a kind as you know i i didn't come you didn't you didn't invite me here to talk about how great nachem siegel is and the nachem siegel network but the team here and and what they put together on a daily basis uh for not just not just entertainment but information that you can't get anywhere else that nobody else is going to provide if you don't find it here it's a, it's an incredibly uh, unique platform particularly in this day and age and when I I was kind of having that segue with regard to misinformation I mean people believe actually as a historical fact that this happened that there was a mob headed for the five towns when it in fact never happened and you have to go to credible people people who've been around for 30 40 years who've been doing this who are credible voices like Nachum Siegel and you and this is where you should be, as in the Orthodox community, in the from community, you should be getting your news and information right here. Not only right here, right. but this is the kind of voice of, of a person who, who takes it seriously, who takes the world seriously, who takes our community seriously. And you got to support this platform. People out there should be thinking, if you want to talk about the Jewish people and our community, this is a platform that we can all embrace and work on and listen to together and support together. You know, as you say your words, I think of Rabbi Sachs, a leader who had such respect from everybody, right. and you knew when he opened his mouth two things. Number one, the truth was coming out, but number two, as a Jew, you never had to fear that he would say something that would embarrass you. Never. And we try to emulate that, too. You know, we have fun, and, and you know, we, it's, it's a, it's, I mean, we, we have fun doing this, you know, but nonetheless, we try very hard to exhibit tremendous Jewish pride and send out the truth in a respectful and positive manner that will make Jewish people proud. Absolutely. And, and the truth is, I, the truth is, I mean, the real truth is, is that people have to, I know that there's a lot of tendency in our community, particularly around politics, right. <laughs> to take more and more extreme positions that are not grounded and founded in, in reality. And I know that there's a lot of things that we would wish that certain things would have happened or th- certain things will happen. There's a reality out there. And uh, we, as as journalists, you know, I'll I'll throw myself into the journalist uh, category. Into the journalist category, we have responsibility <laughs> to say things that are that are real. And and bottom line is, uh, when we talk about this, it's it's serious. When we get on the air, you have a responsibility to say the things. Oh, if only that, people in the media understood that, oh, that they have a responsibility. Well, well, because, I wish. Because why? If we're in a day and age that any yokel can get up there yeah. and have a, as we've seen in our own community, for sure, and any YouTube. Uh, a, you know, put themselves yep. on YouTube and say whatever they want. I mean, yep. I figure if I 
I say something out of turn, I get a call immediately from Miriam Wallach and say, <laughs> hey, what? You can't say that. But nobody else has checks and balances, yeah, huh? No, no, it's true. They definitely don't. And I think that they, being having that responsibility, I was gonna, I wanted to get to the end, is an awesome responsibility. And it's something that you have done with your reputation over the decades, have done, uh, have done incredibly well. So thank you for being thank there you. for the community, for being there for me personally, but being there for all of us. And it's, uh, it's really great. Ten seconds. Ten seconds. Atlanta goes to the Democrats or Republicans. I mean, Georgia goes to the Democrats or Republicans. I, I think things revert back to the mean, and I think the Republicans will, uh, will win. I think, that unfor- I think uh, it's way closer than it should be. And uh, we'll know what, January 3rd it is? Or January, it's January 5th. January 5th. January, January 5th, 5th yeah. and the Electoral College convenes on January 6th. Not the Electoral College, excuse me. Congress convenes right. to ratify the Electoral College on January uh, 6th. 6th January. Some people would probably think that, you know, still think that the Electoral College has not met yet, but in fact it has. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. Michael Frank and everybody, fjbunity.org. Support JMNAM. It's Giving Tuesday. It's time for a year-end donation. It could be a monthly donation or a one-time donation. Go to fjbunity.org, and we thank you. 